Haven of Hope Church, a true Pentecostal church with outward and upward praise and worship of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. In the coming fulfillments of the prophecies of the scriptures, the sea of humanity, in need and without hope, will flood our church. As God has promised in a word to us, if you remain faithful to me, I will remain faithful to you. With that promise in mind and the word that God has given us, we now know that Jesus Christ, through his church, has become the haven of hope for the hopeless. Haven of Hope Church, bringing hope to the hopeless in a hopeless world. Your hope is here. His name is Jesus. Welcome to Hope for the Hopeless, the sanctuary ministry of the Haven of Hope Church of God at 289 Acock Dairy Farm Road in Fremont, North Carolina, just off Highway 222 between Kinley and Fremont, and just off Memorial Church Road just outside of Fremont. We pray the day finds you blessed and highly favored of the Lord. The scripture says to give honor where honor is due and tribute to whom tribute. And we'd like to take this opportunity to say a very special thank you to Save News Network for making this ministry opportunity available to us here at the Haven of Hope Church. The following service is from our Sunday morning church service. It is indeed a joy and privilege to welcome you to our service this morning. It shouldn't take long at all for you to discover that the Lord has ordered your steps today to one of the best churches to you've ever been. The people here are all about loving and caring about your family. Before you leave today, you will have discovered that you have new friends and that God loves you. Our worship music is covered by our CCLI copyright license, A20958803, streaming plus license, A20958810. And we're all just home folks, and we're all just family of God. But all together we'll be having church and praising and worshiping God together, as well as being fed the Word of God. It is our continued prayer that you're blessed of God, and may you be blessed by these services. If you need me for anything, please don't hesitate to call upon me, Pastor J. Mac Taylor. Now here's the message on Hope for the Hopeless from the Haven of Hope Church. So good to have everybody with us this morning. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be preaching from 2 Chronicles 31 and 1 today. 2 Chronicles 31 and 1. When you have found that, if you wouldn't mind, please stand for the reading of God's word. 2 Chronicles 31 and 1 says, Now when all this was finished, all Israel that were present went out to the cities of Judah and break the images in pieces and cut down the groves and threw down the high places and the altars out of all Judah and Benjamin and Ephraim, also Manasseh, until they had utterly destroyed them all. Then all the children of Israel returned, every man to his possession, into their own cities. And Hezekiah appointed the courses of the priests and the Levites after their courses, every man according to his service, the priests and the Levites for burnt offerings and for peace offerings to minister and to give thanks and to praise in the gates of the tents of the Lord. Would you please stretch your hands this way and pray for me this morning? My Father God, I approach your throne of grace today, dear Lord, asking, dear God, that you would send your spirit to be in this place. Father, we break down every hindering spirit that has come against us today, every hindrance, dear God, that has come against the, the live stream, dear God, and every hindrance that's coming against this service. Father, pour out of your blessing and your anointing upon us all that we might join together in worship and adoration of your name. Anoint me, dear God, as I bring forth this word that it might go forward in a way that would magnify, uplift, and glorify the name of Jesus and all the, the internet and all through this house and all through the universe, dear God, let your name 
be glorified, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, anoint me such that as I bring this word that it might not only glorify you and be pleasing in your sight, that it might edify this body of believers, dear God. Let it go forward in a way that they would be touched by it, they would learn from it, they would grow from it, dear God, and that their souls and spirits would be nourished by this word. In Jesus' name we thank you and pray. And everybody said, Amen. You know, I'm going to have to eat my words from last Sunday. When I said that I'm not normally one of those preachers that preaches a, a message pertaining to the holiday. I usually wait and see what the Lord has to say, and then I preach that. Sometimes it has to do with that holiday, such is the case today. <laughs> and uh, But today, I'm going to be preaching a holiday-appropriate message because I had fully intended on preaching one of the messages that I had didn't get to preach this past week or the week before. But as I was sitting in my office Friday praying, the Lord spoke to me these words. I heard him say, give thanks. So I searched the scriptures to find uh, places where those two words were put together in a phrase, give thanks. And I found a bunch of them, and I mean a bunch of them. But there was one in particular, the one in, in, in 2 Chronicles. It was 2 Chronicles, right? Yeah, 2 Chronicles 31. That particular one jumped out at me. And as I, be, I, I began to read all around it, and I had to go back three or four chapters and, and read what was going on and, and get caught up and find out what, was, what that particular uh, passage was about. And it just seemed to jump out at me. And as I opened the Scripture... And I began to read the message itself just began to pour out and unfold in front of me. See, what we're finding here, folks, is Israel had once again turned its back on God. They had, they had married outside their culture. They had gone into another culture. And they had adopted the gods of that culture. In this particular case, they had begun to, and this is for generations now they had been doing this, they had begun to worship the god Balaam along with the people where they were living in that land. And they had, they, you know, we read all the time how the children of Israel had turned their backs on God and walked away from God after he had called them his chosen people, a people that he loved. Hallelujah. Now, they had begun to worship Balaam, and what, not only that, they had begun to neglect the high holy days. They had begun to neglect the word of God, they had come to neglect God Jehovah. They had, not, they had not worshiped in the high holy days. The priests had become to the point that they began to neglect their responsibilities in preparing for the sacrifices and preparing for the feasts. They had forgotten God altogether. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Sounds like we're living in that country right now, don't it? Now, King Ahaz had begun to join in in the worship of Balaam generations before we get to where we are today. And all the people had given themselves over to the heathen ways, and they began to worship Balaam themselves. King Ahaz had already begun to worship uh, not only Balaam, but, Lord, I can't even think of the, guy, the other God's name, that where they, they threw their children into the fire to sacrifice them for God. King Ahaz 
through his children into the fire to burn them up and to kill them in the fire to worship Balaam and to worship more something starts with M-O-R. I can't remember his name. So Hezekiah, he had assumed the throne at a very young age. Hezekiah assumed the throne at age 25. And I'm going to read this passage of Scripture in 2 Chronicles 29 and 1. Hezekiah began to reign when he was five and twenty years old, and he reigned nine and twenty years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. He in the first year of his reign, in the first month, opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. And he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the east street. And he said unto them, Hear me, you Levites. Sanctify now yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. For our fathers have trans has trespassed and done that which was evil in the eyes of the Lord. Our God and have forsaken him and have turned away their faces from the habitation of the Lord and turn their backs. Also they have shut up the doors of the porch and put out the lamps and have not burned incense nor offered burnt offerings in the holy place unto the Lord God of Israel. Wherefore the wrath of God was upon Judah and Jerusalem and he had delivered them to trouble, to, to astonishment and to hissing. And you see with your eyes, for lo, our fathers have fallen by the sword and our sons and our daughters have, and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in mine heart to bring and make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel that, this, that his fierce wrath may turn away from us. What we find out here, saints, is that Hezekiah, the king, loved God. He fought, even when all the other parts of the nation, all the other people were turning, turning away from God, he served him. He loved him. And when he ascended to the throne, when he became king, he gave an order. He called all the priests in and all the Levites and said, boy, sit down. We're going to have a talk. I'm king now. And all this junk we've been doing about worshiping Balaam and all this junk we've been doing about worshiping other gods is going out the door. You're going to go through the temple of God. You're going to take out all that junk that y'all brought in that's, that's, that's covering up and messing with the, the glory of God. You're going to get rid of it. We're going to take it out. You're going to cast it out. And you're going to start preparing yourselves to worship God. We're even going to have the feast of the Passover. And the priest looked at him and says, Oh, king. The feast of the Passover so soon, we can't possibly get it done by then. The king said, fine, we'll postpone it a few weeks, but we're going to do it. He said, get yourselves ready. And when it, the way he said it to them meant, you know when daddy used to tell you, when you were a child, he didn't say to you, I wish that you would go out there and clean the yard. My daddy didn't ever speak to me like that. My daddy says, Mac. That yard better be clean by the time I get home from work today. And I knew that the yard better be clean when he drove up in the yard. Else it was going to be a bad time. That's what the priests and the Levites were seeing when King Hezekiah had spoken to them. It even got to the point that he wrote the King Hezekiah, he sent out a mass email. No, he didn't do that. He sent out a mass letter. Now, he didn't have uh, Mail Express and all these uh, services on the Internet. You write the letter one time and mail it out to everybody, and everybody gets a copy. 
they had to write letters for everybody in Israel. And he sent a letter out to them and said, it's time to return to the Lord. We're going to have a Passover feast. It's going to be late, but we're still going to do it, and y'all going to show up. Now, the king, sometimes I read this thing, and I look at it, and I, and I think, you know, I bet people look at me like I'm that kind of guy. But let me tell you something. I love y'all, but we're going to do things in the house of God to the way it's going to honor God. And, yes, I am a bulldozer. And I try not to bulldoze over you. I try and try and try not to. But when it comes down to what thus saith the Lord and what's supposed to be right in the house of God, I'm going to be a bulldozer. And if you want to stand in my way, it won't be good. Because when it comes to doing what's right in the sight of God, I don't back down. Even if it makes you mad at me. Even if you get mad enough to pack up your toys and go home. We're going to do what's right in the house of God. I love y'all, and I would never do anything intentionally just to drive you away. I ain't one of them preachers that says, in six weeks, I'm going to be rid of you. I know preachers like that. I can't understand them. But you ain't never going to see me acting like that because I care very much about whether or not you're here. I care very much about where you spend eternity. Hallelujah. And he, the, the, the king, he ordered the priests to go about doing their jobs, offering sacrifices and praises, and the next thing he said was, we're going to offer praises to God in the gates, and we're going to offer thanks to God in the sacrifices. Come on, somebody. Offering that sacrifice of praise. You know what that sacrifice of praise is? You know, it's easy to praise God when the money's flowing. It's easy to praise God when all your health is doing fine, nobody's sick, you got plenty of groceries, all your bills is paid. Yeah, it's easy to praise God then, but you know what we do when that happens? We forget who God is. We forget who God is when everything's going good. And sometimes there's some folks, they don't know who God is unless they're in a calamity. I know folks right now who don't go to church at all unless they got a major issue and they need God. And when God comes through and meets their needs, you can't find them. There's a bunch of folks like that, a bunch of folks. But when it, it's easy to praise God when everything's going fine, when everything's going great. But when things are not going so good, when things are not going so great, when it looks like things are going to get really bad and go south, it's not easy to praise God then. We sang a song last week, I will bless the Lord, and it comes from the scripture that says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will praise him. And then there's another place in the Bible that says we should offer a sacrifice of praise, and I'm going to explain it one more time. A sacrifice of praise is praising God when things are going horrible. A sacrifice of praise is praising God when you don't feel like praising God. It ain't... It ain't time to praise God when you just feel like it. It's time to praise God all the time because all the time God is good, not just when you feel good about it. He is God. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen? Saints, we live in a day when the priesthood, when the pastorate, when the pulpit has turned away from God. We live in a day 
when denominations which are run by ministers that have been credentialed within their denomination, they are ordaining homosexuals and lesbians and transgenders and child molesters and putting them behind the pulpit and eventually it'll start coming from behind the pulpit and going out to the congregation. When you start putting people behind the pulpit that don't live up to the word of God, when you start putting people behind the pulpit, now let me, let me back that up. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's a difference in failing God and walking opposite of him. When you start putting people behind the pulpit that are walking opposite of him, the church is going to take a nosedive. Oh, no, Pastor, I know a bunch of churches. Oh, you see them on TV all the time. They got thousands of people in there. But there ain't nothing from the Bible going out there. It's all secular humanism. You see it all the time. There's very few churches out there now that are preaching the truth, the truth of God's word. But there's a, there's a time now, we live in a day when the pulpit has turned the church away from God, just like Ahaz did to the children of Israel. But this week, Friday, now think about it, I'm going to back up here. The Lord told me to give thanks. And he spoke to my heart. And I know that when he put it in my heart, it was time to bring this to the church. I love y'all. And I wouldn't do this. I ain't trying to single nobody out. I ain't have nobody in mind. I, I'm, this, I ain't preaching because somebody in here needs to hear this. I'm preaching what the Lord gave me. And if it hits you right in the face, then God meant it for you. Amen. And some of you might need to put your hand up because it's coming at you. Anything that you put in front of serving God becomes a false God. Anything that, puts, that you put in front of coming to God's house, I love y'all, is creating an idol for you to worship. Anything you allow to stand between you and go into the house of God is a false God. There's many things, many things that's become false gods in the church today. NASCAR, NFL, NBA, MLB, Walmart. I love Walmart. But you don't go to Walmart when it's time to go to church. There's seven days a week that Walmart's open. There's two days a week that the church is open. You got five other days you can go to Walmart. Fishing, golf. Hunting, come on now. Don't you be talking about my deer hunting. I shoot you. Doing things on the weekend that prevent you from getting up on Sunday morning and going to church. Oh, I, I went to the club last night, but I'm too tired to go to church this morning. We went shopping last night, but we're too tired to go to church this morning. Oh, I worked too hard this weekend. I'm, tired, I'm too tired to go to church this morning. You have put all of that in front of God. And you have created a false idol. It's just not limited to the clubs and the bars on Saturday night. It was put in my heart yesterday that I should bring this word to the church. Because the people, I love y'all, 
have turned their hearts from what thus saith the Lord, and they are serving their own bellies. I ain't got nobody in mind. They've turned their hearts away from God, and they're serving their own bellies, and they're doing what's right in their own eyes. There's a bunch of people out there that have doctorate degrees from the church of everybody else. Everybody else do it this way, Pastor. This other church doing it this way, Pastor. This other church says, and my friend says, doing it this way. But what does this say? What does this say? If it, don't, if it ain't backed up by this right here, what everybody else church says, what everything else is, don't matter because it's not the truth. It's my job today for me to bring this word to you. It was, he was sending a word to me and the Lord put it in my heart that I should send this word out, not to just to this church, but there's other pastors who tune in to what we're, do, to what we're doing. Do you know that? I got other pastors who tune in just to watch what we're doing. Pastors, if you're watching me right now, well, you'll be watching me by the re replay, but if you're watching me right now, you need to get your heart back to the Lord because the Lord put it in my heart that there was going to be pastors who were looking at me today, and you need to hear this. He was also sending out the word to his pastors. Return unto me. Turn from your wicked ways and give thanks. And praise unto God. For all he has done. Think about this now. For all, Think about where you were. Think about where you would be. Were it not for the grace of God. Were it not for his love. Think about where. I know where I would be. I would already be burning in a devil's hell. I would already be dead and unsaved. So knowing that, knowing that I would already be dead and I would already be burning in hell, just the fact that I'm still here worshiping him is enough for me to continue to glorify his name. Even if heaven wasn't a part of the deal, the fact that I ain't in hell right now, come on somebody, is enough for me to worship God. It's my job today to spread the word far and wide. Throughout the church, through live stream and radio and TV. Depart from your false gods and from your idols. Return to the Lord because the time is at hand. Give praises and thanks unto God for he alone is worthy and his mercy endureth forever. Come on, somebody. Turn again from the idols. I love y'all. But turn again from the idols that you have made, the things that you've allowed to take the place in your hearts where he belongs today. Come on. Return unto me and give praise and give offer thanks. Repent and return is what the Lord said for me to say to you today. Lift up your heads. I don't know if you feel it like I do, but your redemption draweth nigh. We need to look at where we were and where he has brought us from. 
what he has delivered us from, and where he has brought us to today. Come on, somebody. Come on, let's lift up the Lord right now. Let's praise and magnify him. Look what the Lord has done. He's healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved my soul, and it was just in time. Come on and praise the Lord. Look what the Lord has done. It's time to offer up thanks to him. It's time to turn from your wicked ways. It's time to bury those false idols. It's time to clear them out of your house. It's time to clear them out of your heart. It's time to clear them out. It's time to find him one more time. Come on, somebody. Let's serve the Lord today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Would you stand with me today? I said some tough things this morning. I didn't say them to hurt your feelings, but they may have hurt your feelings. I didn't say them to pick nobody out, but you might feel like I picked you out. I didn't. I gave you what the Lord gave me. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads with me? If I said something today that went against your grain, I love you, and I didn't do it on purpose to go against your grain, but I did what the Lord sent, said for me to do. But if I said something today that got you to thinking about your own life and a few things popped up that you were not happy about, it's time to return to the Lord and give thanks and offer praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know I'm talking to you. You're waiting for me to say, come to this altar. Well, there it is. Come to the altar. God's dealing with you. If God's dealing with you, it's time to come. If you let God deal with you and you come to the altar, you are being obedient, and behind obedience there's blessing. But if God deals with you and you disobey, that's called sin. And you're committing sin right here in the house of God. Hallelujah. Father God, we ask your touch upon hearts today. Father, I break down every hindrance that has a grip upon every heart. If anyone, dear God, is being led to this altar and the enemy is putting a, an obstacle in their way, I break it down right now in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, so let the Holy Spirit bring liberty to this house and break free those that are bound, dear God, by obstacles. Break free, dear God, those that need to be delivered and set free that they can come to this altar, dear God, to worship and praise you. In the name of Jesus, Father God, have your way today. I thank you, Jesus, for your touch upon these in the house and the altar today. Let your will be accomplished, dear God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Friends, we always like to end our service, each service, with this sinner's prayer. And if you would repeat after me, we use the right hand and use each finger on the right hand to, to signify and to pray with each of these parts of this prayer. If you repeat after me, dear Lord, I'm a sinner. Jesus, I know you're the Son of God. I know you died on the cross for my sin and you were raised again on the third day. Come into my heart and forgive me, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for making me a Christian. 
In Jesus' name. Our worship music is covered by our CCLI copyright license, A20-958803. A streaming plus license, A20-958810. We thank you for joining us for Hope for the Hopeless on Save News Radio. Join us each week on the air or at the Haven of Hope Church at 289 Acock Dairy Farm Road in Fremont, North Carolina, just off Highway 222 between Kinley and Fremont, and just off Memorial Church Road just outside of Fremont, North Carolina. Service times are Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship at 11 a.m., Kids Storm Children's Church at 11 a.m. in the Youth and Children's Center, Sunday evening worship at 6 p.m. with the fellowship dinner following service in the fellowship hall each Sunday night. Tuesday night old-fashioned prayer and deliverance service at 7.40 p.m. and Wednesday night youth church at 7.30 p.m. or on our Facebook page at the Haven of Hope Church group page. Come and join us at the Haven of Hope Church. Hope for the hopeless in a hopeless world. Your hope is here. His name is Jesus.